Hey, good morning and welcome to the Raider Wrap right here on KYMN 95.1, the one at AM 1080. Good morning, Jimmy LaRue with you on a Saturday morning. So much news, so much cool stuff that happened over the week. The biggest development may be what's happening downtown Minneapolis at the University of Minnesota. Northfield's Kelly Graber not only won her first prelim match, first time ever a woman to wrestle in the boys' tournament and win a match, she won her second in the semifinals. She's wrestling today to actually possibly reign as the number one wrestler at the 107-pound weight for the boys' wrestling team. So there's a lot of guys down there. They had an excellent season. That was uh, some of the highlights is just that in itself. And then, of course, the Northfield Raiders uh, took down Dodge County. So they advanced to state again, back-to-back. We'll talk to Mike Luckcraft coming up here uh, this morning. Uh, hopefully we're going to get Olivia Rasmussen and Emily Beam will be in the studio today to talk about the uh, the girls and everything that, that, that transpired there. The boys wrestling, or not wrestling, excuse me, swim team, <laughs> the swimmers, they advanced, I believe, nine swims, made it to the championship series. That's correct. Nine of those swimmers, uh, including our very own Evan Lowe, is in the, looks like the uh, qualifiers for the 200 medley. They made that in there. So that's going to be Craby, Truman, Lowe, and Heinrichs. And uh, they took fourth place. So they will advance to the championship round today. So that's all going on in the in the Olympic pool or the uh, swimming pool up there at the University of Minnesota as well. Uh, who else qualified? Uh, Truman uh, got uh, 200 IM in the 53. It was Caston, seventh, uh, took seventh in the 100 fly. Jay Craby uh, took third. 200 free relay was Caston, Truman, uh, Shaglowski, and Heinrichs. And in the second, and they took second in 100 breast. It was P. Truman it took seventh, and in the 400 relay, it was Kasten, Shaglowski, Udelhofen, and Kraby who took third. So these guys are all wrestling this wrestling. I've got so many things on my mind. I just, swimming. They'll be swimming. Kelly Graber will be wrestling for the title coming up. So let's uh, let's take let's find out what's happening, and then we'll come we'll find out what the scoreboard is here, and then we'll come back and maybe do a little quick uh, weather report, and then we'll talk to a couple of young hockey players coming up here in just a minute. Liz, hello and good morning, Raider Nation. Welcome back to this week's Raider Sports Scoreboard on this week's Raider Wrap. Once again, I am your host, Liz Campbell, and you are listening to KYMN ninety five point one, the One. Congratulations to senior Ayla Puppy on being named Mrs. Minnesota Hockey for her accomplishments this hockey season. Puppy was joined by Grace McCaution on being named All-State, along with Mia Miller, who was named All-State Honorable Mention. Congratulations. Our wrestling team sent seven wrestlers to state this year, including Callie Graber, Caden Staub, Keith Harner, Owen Murphy, Ryan Kuyper, Noah Ackerman, and Lainey Houts. They will compete yesterday and later today at the XL Energy Center. Our boys hockey team is state-bound. After beating Dodge County in section finals 4-1, to one, our Raiders are headed off this week to skate at the XL Energy Center. With no goals in the first period, the section final game started off pretty evenly. 13 minutes into the second period, Will Cashin scored, and not too long after that, in the third period, Griffin Kennelly scored another one for the Raiders. After a goal by Dodge County, the Raiders went on to score twice more in the third period, one by Caden Monson and another from Michael Stewart. Congrats to them! Our girls basketball team had their section quarterfinals against Winona, unfortunately losing 46-62. to this marks the end of their season. Our boys' basketball team had their senior night last night against Faribault, beating the Falcons 61-45. to They recognized seven seniors, Simon Lippert, Malcolm Poole, Captain Austin Kep, Isaac Cram, Carter DeMonso, Kyan Rauch, and Blaine Neely. The Raider Gator Swim and Dive team competed in state preliminaries yesterday. 
They are in a great position going into finals as they have a swimmer seated in the top 16 in every single swimming event. Congrats and good luck to them. That's a wrap on this week's Raider scoreboard on this week's Raider wrap. Keep tuning in to KYMN 95.1, The One, for more. All right, thanks, Liz. Appreciate that. So a lot of exciting news all the way around, like we were talking earlier, Kelly Graber, of course, advancing to the state finals. And the boys wrestling going on this afternoon, and hopefully we'll find something out with that. And the boys' swim team is also advancing, and they are participating in the state swimming competition this morning as well. So hopefully we'll get some updates. We do know that the boys' hockey team will be taking on St. Cloud Cathedral on Wednesday. So they played them earlier in the season and were defeated, I believe, 2-1. to one. But uh, they'll be taking on Cathedral in the state tournament. Speaking of state tournament, joining me this morning, Olivia Rasmussen and Emily Beham. Ladies, good morning. Good morning. So, Emily, you were um, on the state team two years ago, correct? Correct. Olivia. Yeah, Olivia, Emily, sorry. Brain. All right, so you were on there two years ago. Did you get a lot of playing time in that in that contest? Um, not really. I was on that third line, and we didn't really. I didn't really get to play much, but I was on that roster, and it was really great to be there. Right, and you of course played against Edina. Yeah. And they kind of jumped all over you that last that last time yes, as well. Olivia, you were in that contest too. Yes, did you, I was. Did you get some play time? Yeah, I was a defender, but I definitely was one of those filler players to help out. Um, but like Emily said, it was a great experience, and I think that it helped us like want to go more now that we had a bigger role this year. So that was, I was exciting. I was going to say, you guys both had a, a lot of contributions to, mm-hmm. to this year's uh, team. You were just freshman back then. Yes. So you're junior, so you get another year. This Part of the reason I asked you to come on was because of that exact fact, is you get to be a uh, senior. Are you going to be the senior captain, or how does that work, Emily? Well, we don't really know yet about what captains are going to be, but we're hoping that we can have that role on the team. Right. So, Olivia, I know that the top line, one of the top line out there is going to be graduating this year, and we all know about Miss, Miss, Miss Hockey, yes. Minnesota, Ayla Puppy. And uh, did you guys get to go to the banquet for that and be a part of that? or No, we didn't go to the banquet with when they announced like the All-State winners and obviously Miss Hockey. But we were watching online and we were informed right away after. So it was really exciting and we're really proud of her. Nice. I was going to say, I mean, you guys have played with... Ayla as well. I mean, you were on mm-hmm. that, that that same line. Maybe, maybe yes, you were a freshman when you went to state last time. So, But that's an accomplishment in, my, in itself, in my opinion. I mean, for you guys to make the team as freshmen, it had it been really exciting to be there. So, Emily, when did, you, when did you start thinking that you wanted to play hockey? I started playing hockey probably in first or second grade, which is a little later than most people. Um, but... Yeah, I had some friends that were doing it, and I just wanted to get into it, and then it ended up being one of my favorite parts of high school. And you end up being pretty good at it. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> You're fast. Where do you get the, where do you get the speed? I don't know. My dad was a wrestler, and my mom was a tennis player, so I don't know where the speed came from there. But no, I I mean I'm 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 really impressed about your speed on the ice. It's 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 amazing how fast you can fly. So um, sometimes I'm like going, okay, who is that? Is that is that puppy or is that her? Which, which one is that? You know, obviously you wear number eighteen, so you know she's number nine. So does that make you twice as fast? <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. So Olivia, what was the difference this year? Now. You went into the state tournament again, and you had to play Edina again. And you were beaten five to nothing the first time that you were there, in you know, two years ago. So when you knew that you were going to be taking on Edina, what was going through your head? Well, we were actually really excited because we had this mentality of we are the underdogs in the state tournament, and we knew everybody was kind of rooting for us because. Obviously, Edina goes pretty much every year, and they win a lot, and of course, they won this year. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think we were ready for this challenge, and we've grown a lot this year versus our when we were freshmen and we went that year. So we were really ready, and we have some amazing coaches, Jeff, who did 
um, Jeff LaPanta did a lot of scouting and we were ready for the challenge. Well, Emily, then you went in there to play them. And how did you feel when you went into that, that contest against Edina again this year? Well, we were the four and five seed with them this year. And we thought that it could go pretty much either way. And we were a little bit nervous when they came out so fast. Um, but, you know, it was a really exciting game. And I think it probably could have gone either way if we had played our best game that night. But it was a good game. Yeah. Did you feel you maybe had left something there? Or you just maybe you came out a little slower than you thought? or I just don't think we expected them to be that good. Because they had had some losses that we had beat teams that they had yeah. lost to. And I think we were expecting them to be a little more even to our level that we had been playing that entire season. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So that was the thing, right? And I think even LaPanta told me that he said we might have underthought that. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they were going to come in. Maybe they were down a little bit. Maybe they weren't as quite as, you know, uh, defensively, they weren't you know quite where they were in the years past. But surprisingly enough, I mean, they went on to win. And I don't know if you watched any of the, the championship rounds and stuff like that, but um, they played really good hockey. Yeah, they definitely did. We we feel like kind of like pretty proud of ourselves to lose to the state champions, um, putting everything out there. Yeah. So then what's the feeling on the next day? Now you you got to get up in the morning. You just got beat by Edina, and you're probably feeling a little bummed out, I'm guessing, right, Emily? I mean, you're feeling a little bummed out. Now how do you get going? Now you got to go against Maple Grove and another big school and lots of, you know, they got plenty of talent up there. So how did how did that morning, how did that next day? I mean, obviously we were sad we didn't get to play at the X again, but we just knew we had to – set our minds to the next goal, which was to be the consolation champs. Obviously, that game did not go as planned, but um, I think we were still still very excited to be able to play with each other and set our eyes on that next goal. So, Olivia, then walk us through the morning. You get up in the morning, what do you do? You have some breakfast, you guys have a team meeting, do you have a walkthrough, do you have it? What's going on? All right, so we woke up. And my roommate, Grace McCaution, we both got up nice and early, went down to the lobby where the team met. We had some breakfast. And we, I think that the spirits were high that morning. We knew that we needed to have a mental shift and support each other. And so we were ready coming into the next game. Um, We had a little scouting report before the game, obviously, from Jeff LaPanta. And... We were ready to go, um, and our warm-ups for that were pretty dialed, of course, like we say, and so we just had to use our energy to go and bring that into the game. Yeah, and of course, yeah, unfortunately, that one didn't quite go as well as you planned, so let's let's digress. Let's just, let's just get rid of that. Hey, you made the state... <laughs> Yay, the section champions, big nine conference champions, okay, something to work on. Now, what? How about next year? Let's talk about that, Emily. What do you What do you like? I mean, you've got actually a lot of people that got to play this year. I mean, you're losing that top line yeah. pretty much, but that means just about everyone else is going to be there again next year. How do you feel about that? What, what, what are you thinking? What are you envisioning? Well, obviously, this group of seniors was probably our most talented group of seniors that I've played with. And it's going to be a lot different year. I don't think we're going to go into the season with all these wins. I think it's going to be us building up to the sections and just getting better throughout the year until we meet that goal. Because I think we're going to have a lot of younger girls next year that will need to get used to playing on varsity. And I think by the end of the season, we'll be very strong. And I think... That is going to be your next year. And part of that is going to be your mentorship, obviously. You're, the, you're going to be a senior next year. So whether you're a captain or not a captain, it really doesn't matter because you've been on this team. Did you get on? Were you on the eighth grade? Were you? Yeah, I was. So you've been skating. How about you? Were you on eighth grade? Yeah. Wow. Seventh grade? No? no eighth? Just no, eighth. Oh, just, just eighth grade. Just eighth grade. We made the <laughs> Yeah, not a big deal. So, But 
Is it going to be a different dynamic, Olivia? Because you're obviously not going to have that top mm-hmm. line. Do you know, Have you has Coach Haley talked about that at all, about how we're going to have to maybe switch up our game a little bit? Or, or what, do you, what do you think about that? Um, she necessarily talked about it, but I know that we know what to do. And being leaders, whether or not, like you said, being a captain or not, shouldn't really matter. I think all the girls... All the seniors and even some juniors should have to step up and take on that role of encouraging the new girls who haven't really played varsity yet. And um, we've said this multiple times when playing other teams that effort can beat skill. And it's just how bad do you want it? Okay. So speaking of how bad do you want it, what are you going to do now, Emily? Are you, uh, are you skate? Do you skate year round or what do you do? Yeah, I do high performance in the summer, which I know a lot of girls on our team do. That's a thing that just lots of hockey players do. And then I'm going to do, it's called OS Selects. It's just um, just some games throughout the summer. And, yeah. So you'd be just basically keep your competition level up. Yeah. Who do you compete against with, with that? Is it just other gals in the state, or is it from people from Wisconsin, Iowa, everywhere? Or how does that work? It's girls all around Minnesota, so for high performance, we go by um, district, so we're all, I'm with all of the girls in like our conference, and then you move on, and then once you get to that national level, it's like a mixed team and all that stuff. National level, nice. I've not gotten there yet. But. Okay, you're working on it. You work. How about you, Olivia? What are you, are, are you, are you a, a spring sport participant? No, I am not. I do soccer year-round, and I really enjoy soccer, but I also really enjoy hockey, of course. So I do soccer and hockey in the summer, and then I move into soccer in the fall. Okay, so what is this kind of the same club or same group for hockey in the summer? Or? Um, in the summer, I do like I do more of camp-style stuff, like I work with Paige and then do other things just to keep me into the sport so is there a there is a spring soccer team then um yeah i do a team through lakeville and we just practice throughout the whole year and yeah have games how about you emily do you do you do any spring do you do track or yeah i do track okay what do you do at track um i'm a hurdler and a sprinter well there you go there's that speed we were talking about (laughs) nice very nice well ladies thanks for coming in i appreciate that um you know, congratulations, obviously, Thank for you. Uh, you. you know making it in state and and uh, yeah, but next year's another year. Yeah, so it'll be a completely different year for sure. Um, we'll see how that all pans out. Oh, I was going to say, <clears throat> let's see, BM, she's got she had uh, four goals on the season, but there's a controversy on that. I understand, perhaps, possibly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was it the first game of the season or something like that? Yeah, it was the first goal of the season. <laughs> and I bring that up because your dad yeah. came and, and right away, because we were broadcasting the game, I called you as the, the person who scored, but the scores table gave it, I believe, to uh, Emerson Garley. Yeah. And uh, your dad, I remember coming up through intermission, he goes, that's not right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, so we had been on Northfield Live, too, so we actually replayed it, and we, we noted that you did score that first yeah. goal. So... Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, and I, I was looking through the two years ago, and uh, Olivia, you've got 14 points, and, and uh, Emily, you've had 12 on the season, and I think back then yeah, the totals were like four apiece, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a couple of years later, you guys are contributing as more. So now, my, so if that's four times three, so if we do 12, so you should have 36, you should have 42, 46 points next year. Is that <laughs> is that a cool goal? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? For sure. Let's get after it. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. All righty. Olivia Rasmussen and Emily Beham joining us this morning on the Raider Wrap. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk more hockey, boys hockey, coming up on 95.1 The One, KYMN. This is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff of Professional Dental Group are proud to call themselves Northfield Raiders sports fans. Whether scheduling for an implant, mouth guard, or general visit, we look forward to providing you with the same exceptional care that Professional Dental Group has delivered for over 45 years. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. John Nowak, Dr. Brian Cravey, Dr. Tyler Yonke, and Dr. Mallory Peterson, go Raiders!
This is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. When you're considering a new home, you might want to take a look at the new development that's been extremely popular for its picturesque views and also custom single-family homes. This development is Pete's Hill, where woods and wetlands meet at the highest point in Scott County. Positioned in Elko, the new development has large single-family homes and twin homes. Stop by and check out your new home. Get our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. 95.1. The One. Tanya here from Just Food Co-op. Just Food Co-op has been your local grocer in downtown Northfield for almost 19 years. We are your go-to store for the best produce in town, quick and delicious deli lunch options, and local meats, eggs, and dairy products. Not to mention our beautifully stocked body care and supplements department. Stop in and visit Just Food Co-op. Everyone can shop. Anyone can join. Open 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. every day on Water Street in downtown Northfield. Find us online at justfood.co. Drive your student to the games and get paid. Many of us would love an extra flexible way to earn money. Benjamin Bus has many driving positions available, including vans that won't require a CDL, small and regular sized school buses. These positions offer flexible hours, days off when kids are out of school. You can even bring your kids to work with you and get paid to watch their games. Benjamin Bus offers on-site training and testing along with wages up to $24 an hour. No experience is necessary. Stop by Benjamin Bus on Highway 3 in Northfield and we'll be happy to answer any questions. Hey, good morning, and welcome back to the Raider Wrap right here on 95.1 The One and AM 1080 KYMN. Thank you to Olivia and Emily for stopping into the studio this morning. I was going to have Miss Hockey on today, Ayla Puppy, but unfortunately for us, um, unfortunately for us, great for her, there is a senior classic tournament going on, which I believe that uh, Paige Haley is actually coaching and Ayla Puppy is playing on. So it is some of the section's top seniors who play in a tournament. And that's going on, I believe, at the Blaine Sports Complex up in Blaine, Minnesota. So unfortunately, we're not able to talk to Miss Hockey today. Hopefully, um, maybe we'll get a, a chance here in the upcoming days and weeks to have a conversation with her. Big, 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 big news. Callie Graber is advancing to the state Semis. Callie is uh, in the semis. Lainey Houts is in the semis for girls. And everyone else that made it is done and did not place, unfortunately. So we still got Callie Graber and Lainey Houts. Lainey Houts, of course, wrestling for the girls wrestling team. And Callie Graber wrestling for the boys wrestling team. And she's in the semis today. So I don't know, know exactly what time they'll be wrestling off, but they are definitely getting getting to the opportunity and get to the podium for sure. Uh, the boys hockey team will take on St. Cloud Cathedral at 1 o'clock on Wednesday for the boys state hockey meet and for class 1A and the boys wrestling team. Nine swims. So there's nine swims. So I think there's 13 people. 13 out of the 14 are participating in the state swimming meet today up at the University of Minnesota, and I'm hoping that Doug Davis will get me an update with regards to that. But uh, nonetheless, some exciting news for the Northfield area sports teams. Mostly sunny skies today, a high of around 66. And then for this evening, partly cloudy, cooling off to around 48. Our normal highs, our high, our average high is like 34. So that should tell you something. Tomorrow, mostly sunny and a high near 71. Both of those forecast should be record setters for this date and time of the year for sunday 71 with breezy breezy conditions south winds 15 to 25 gusting as high as 35 and then for sunday night it looks like a 20 percent chance of a little bit of rain mostly cloudy cooling off to around 34 monday 30 percent chance of rain and or Maybe even some hints of some snow again. Cloudy, gradually becoming warmer, mostly sunny, and then a high of 47. So a 30-degree shift from Sunday to Monday. And Monday night, partly cloudy, cooling off to around 26. Tuesday, sunny skies and a high again of 48. Pretty much right around that area for the remainder of the seven-day forecast there. And uh, a hint of some rain maybe Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So definitely could use some rain Without a doubt, without any of the snow that we uh, we got this 
this winter, we could certainly use some moisture here to kick spring off. So spring just a few days away, 19 days away before spring evolves here in Northfield. So 27 minutes after 10 o'clock, we try to catch up with head coach Mike Lovecraft because the seedings are coming up this morning, and so we'll find out what we can find out. Let's talk to head coach Mike Lovecraft. Welcome to the program, head coach of the Northfield Raiders boys hockey team, Mike Lovecraft. Uh, congratulations. You're going to state back-to-back. Yeah, exciting. A very exciting program. is uh, absolutely thrilled. Um, it was a, a good season. Obviously, those are goals that are set at the start of the year, so it's really fun to be able to uh, accomplish those. Not not done yet, but um, that that part of it uh, is a big piece, so we're thrilled to be head to the X. So you took on Dodge County in the section finals there, and uh, it was a shutout first period. And it's, it's very similar to the game against Albert Lee, that goalie that they had in the net there. For that first period, nobody could get past him, and and they really weren't putting a lot of shots on goal for Max Frank either. But they were extremely physical in that first period. Yeah, I mean it. It really the the playoff played out very similarly. You know, we got a little bit of a slow start uh, in the first round game against Faribault, but you know, kind of stayed the course and were able to kind of take control of the game and. And it puts a nice victory. Kind of the same thing in the semifinal against Albert Lee. Slow start, lots of puck pressure. Um, and, but I'm, again, proud of the boys. It, it kind of transferred over into that section final. You know, we had lots of opportunity, but, uh, you know, everybody stayed kind of doing their job, um, continued to try to make plays, continued to try to put pressure on the, on the Dodge County goalie, and finally, you know, able to break through and, uh, and capitalize on a couple of those opportunities. And he made some incredible saves to, to keep the game either scoreless or, uh, or when we were up one, nothing, but, um, you know, good team victory. And, uh, in the long run, that's probably a good thing. You know, I mean, had it been, uh, a, a different score, a more lopsided score, you don't maybe play through the finish, but the guys had to play hard all the way to the end. So that's a good thing. There was, there was a flurry there where I think you put, 10 shots on goal, and that goalie was sliding from side to side, from post to post. He was down on his knees. He was on his feet. And, I mean, you guys were just peppered that guy, and he, and he kept it out. That was what was so surprising. And I'm like, as we're announcing this, obviously, right, we're like going, oh, yep. oh this is not good. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And you, you, you're figuring – I mean, eventually one's going to sneak through, but nothing would get past this guy. And then, like you said, then you finally you finally did tap through, and you got through, and I think you went up two to nothing in there in the third, and then they scored, and then then you guys kind of figured something out, and I think you got an empty netter there as well. So um, it's a win either way. Yep. So yep. I, I understand that um, you now are going to go through what they call the seating period. Is that correct? Yep, there's a seating meeting this morning. Uh, we had to submit uh, our our list of the top, you know, how we felt like the seeds should fall. You don't seed yourself. So you seed the others one through seven. And then um, they tabulate those results. And then here at 930, they'll go through some protocol, just a little bit about the tournament. And then eventually um, they'll announce what the lineup is for next Wednesday. So you have really no clue right now, or do you have an idea? I don't. Um, I don't have an idea. I mean, I, 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 I have a guess uh, just based on kind of how uh, the season fell out. But really those top three could go anyway. They all kind of took turns beating each other between, you know, War Road, Hermantown, and East Grand or, and uh, Cathedral. So uh, they, they all beat each other, So you know, kind of evaluating – you know, who you think is, you know, one, two, and three. Um, I feel like uh, that Mott, Matamidi is probably the four, Ornos probably the five, and then, you know, uh, in a one through eight ranking, we're probably the six, just based on the fact that we lost to, to two of the tournament teams in Cathedral and Orno. But, um, you know, who knows? I don't know how it will be evaluated, but that's kind of the way it feels right now. And with that said, so I know that you have a 
like a Zoom meeting or something like that. So what what is what's going on during that that meeting time? Are you, is everyone just talking to each other, or were they are they trying to convince each other? Are they trying to, you know? No. Yeah, that part of it's done. So the the seating form had to be in by eight a.m. So everybody's already, uh, you know, listed their seatings. You had to do a little homework on everybody's record. Since the class A wrapped up on Thursday night, yesterday was really a day to kind of look through, you know, everybody's record and schedule and how they did versus other teams. Um, so really it's protocol. It's just, uh, you know, following up on, on uh, some of the procedural things that'll happen um, as you get to the tournament. They'll probably talk about the banquet a little bit. <clears throat> and then um, uh, as they get into uh, the actual games themselves that announce how that, uh, how that seating, uh, the outcome of the seating um, and where the games will, will start. So, and then you you mentioned something about taking a phone call after that. Is that uh, what do they call you up and announce where you're at and talk about these things? Uh, the channel forty five, uh, who is broadcasting uh, the the games, will probably talk through how that seating went. Um, but then they'll just ask some questions about about the Northfield team and you know discuss a few things and and uh, you know maybe some strategy type things. They have a quick meeting with, with each of the coaches. Um, so that'll take, you know, 20 minutes or so uh, at the end of the meeting. Um, so I'm, I, I, I'm first up, 1030. So. Nice. So who yeah. is then, um, uh, who, who did you pick as probably the top seed? List off the guys that you voted for. Yeah, I seeded uh, War Oats first, okay. um, just based on uh, looking at their record, who they played, um, you know, kind of their outcomes. But it really could have gone to any of those three. You know, Herman Talam only lost one game to a single-A team. They lost to War Road, and they play a heavy double-A schedule. Obviously, we played St. Cloud Cathedral. I think they're an extremely good team. Uh, they, they beat War Road, but they lost to Hermantown. So really, you could you know you could uh, pick any of those three teams as as the top seed, um, and so again, it, in this tournament, you know you're one of the final eight, and so you know that every game is going to be uh, a really intense and and uh, high quality team. So you have to get great goaltending. You've got to you know get a break or two along the way, and you're and you you got to play well. So. I was going to say because depending on how that is all lined up, you're, if you actually fall into that number six seed, you're going to play the number third team there. So it could be, it could be Cathedral, it could be Warroad, it could be Warroad, Hermantown, or Cathedral, basically. Exactly. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm guessing other coaches like like we did. Um, you know, we sat in a room yesterday afternoon as a coaching staff, and I think we all had a different opinion. I think everybody thought, well, you could. You could have a, a nod for this team or for that team, you know. So it's really, um, I think when we got to the end of it, we said, you know, at this point, whomever it is, you know, we're going to really have to play, you know, our best game. And one of the things that's unique about the state tournament is there's TV timeouts. So it gives you the ability to get your top line out there a little bit more. They're taking those couple-minute breaks when they're doing the TV timeouts. It also gives the other team that same opportunity. But, um, you know, we have a good top line, and our de- top our defensemen are all playing really well. So they'll, they'll probably see a little bit more ice than maybe they normally would, but uh, that's part of the uniqueness of the state tournament. So your front line, obviously, is your most domineering line with uh, Munson, Kaiser, and uh, Geiger out there. I like the play of uh, young Ben Geiger has been playing outstanding uh, defenseman there. Talk a little bit about his game. Oh, he's tremendous. You know, I mean, we were super excited about what he was going to bring to the table coming up as a freshman. Um, and he's, you know, extremely shifty with the puck. Um, he's just a great decision maker. Um, he's a big kid. I mean, he's tall. Um, but I just think his game has developed throughout the year. We knew how talented he was. And there's a little transition to high school hockey, which Ben made pretty quickly. And, uh, it's always fun to have a brother tandem out there. Um, and, uh, and Ben's just, he's a great player. He's, his upside is absolutely huge. So fun to have him, 
you know, out there with uh, with the other six defensemen, uh, all contributing to uh, what's been a really great uh, back half of the year uh, with our defensive core and our goaltending. Yeah, it's been pretty. I was going to say so. I don't know what the decision is. I know that Trey, Trey Shimoda and Max Frank were swapping throughout the year. In the last few games, you've had Max in the net. What was what was the decision for you as a coaching staff to say we're going with this guy? Yeah, I mean, it. We again feel super fortunate that both of our goalies played so well. Unique environment for them. You know, uh, Keaton Wallach played three years as almost the exclusive starter, so we knew we were coming into the year with uh, you know limited experience and goal. Um, you know, as we went through alternating games. We had told both goalies at some point, you know, we're going to settle in on a, on what we thought was the number one goalie just because that provides rhythm and continuity not only for the goalie but for the team. Um, you know, we thought Max just had a little edge there. And uh, so we started uh, playing Max towards the end of the year um, as kind of the number one guy. Uh, Trey is ready to go, so if anything would happen to Max, um, Trey would jump in there. And, uh, you know, they're a great tandem. They you know, I, I give uh, Trey as much uh, much props as I do for Max. He's been super supportive. He's a team guy. He's a senior. He's a leader, and he's ready to go if if uh, if something happens with Max. So, um, yeah, feel really lucky that uh, we've got two great goalies and two great young men supporting the team. Well, it's been kind of an exciting year, and uh, like I said, that first line is pretty impressive, and and um, I think. <laughs> in that game against Dodge County. I don't know if you guys, if, if how you were rotating, it seemed like you had the first line in there quite often and they, they kept getting after it. But I think you, I think you wore them down because they just didn't seem in that first period. Maybe there was a lot of adrenaline and different things like that. But in that third period, it seemed like you guys were just out skating them period. I don't know if that's, if that was true or, or if, <laughs> if you were just frustrating them or what, what the deal was, but, uh, uh, it seemed like you just wore them down. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think that happened in both the semifinal and the final. Uh, both those teams, you know, had strong first lines, good secondary lines, but they were, you know, not quite as deep as we were. So that was definitely the method, right, is to, uh, you know, continue to push pucks deep, try to forecheck uh, aggressively, try to keep pucks in their zone. I think in the Dodge County game that started to really show uh, in the middle of the second period when, as you said, all those opportunities came up and uh, <clears throat> eventually we were going to finish one or finish a couple and start to, you know, break away. And, um, you know, it, it's hard to, to chase all the time. And I thought that's the pressure that we put on both uh, Albert Lee and Dodge County where we just had so much in-zone presence that it forced them to have to defend um, instead of try to, you know, use their skill on offense. They were trying to keep pucks out of their own net. It's just, it's just hard to do that for a long period of time. So, you know, kids did a great job of, uh, of putting that pressure on and ultimately winning the game. So I think you, yeah, you did play St. Cloud Cathedral earlier on. And I thought, yeah, I mean, you did lose that game, right? But I think your guys played pretty well against them. Yeah. Slow start, but, you know, played good in the third and, you know, kind of got our feet underneath us. Um, yeah, at this point, it's uh, all these games are going to be highly contested, so we're going to have to win all those small battles, and hopefully, we can. We're ready to do that. Well, you you've got to come out at <laughs> first period. You got to come out and get after, right? Oh yeah, that and that's part of the state tournament, right? There's that first period. You know, it's a big stage. It's bright lights, and you know, coming out and kind of not being in awe of the environment is part of the coaching piece we'll try to do over the next couple of days to get the boys ready there's nothing you can really do to prepare them luckily we've got you know half the team played in the tournament last year so that part of it is uh is a, is a plus right but uh, yeah no doubt that um that's going to be a new element for some of these guys for sure all right mike well i know you've got uh, a phone call or some stuff coming up here in just a second so i'm gonna bid you adieu for this uh fine saturday morning uh, good luck in the seating, but best of all, good luck in the state tournament. Yeah, appreciate the support all year long. We're uh, thrilled to be there, and uh, thank you guys for doing a great job of uh, of supporting the guys. We really appreciate it. All right, Mike Luckcraft, head coach of the Northfield Raiders boys hockey team. And 
We do know that now that the uh, number two seed, or excuse me, uh, they will be taking on number three seed, St. Cloud Cathedral, at 1 o'clock on Wednesday. So we'll be broadcasting that live right here on KYMN and streaming it live. Well, we're going to stream their audio live, obviously. Channel 45 owns the rights, so we can't really broadcast any of the match. But you will be able to still hear the uh, call on the game via northfieldlive.com. So I know there are family members from all over the country that listen to uh, northfieldlive.com when we have that opportunity. So uh, just spread the word. Tell them they could hear it uh, right here on 95.1, the one KYMN and or streaming live on northfieldlive.com as well. And we're going to take a break. Just I'm a, We're going to take a break. I'm going to share some exciting news with you. Uh, in just a minute. So let's take, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk a little bit about the boys wrestling team. Community banking at its best. Whether you are looking to improve your financial future, planning to buy a new home, or considering a mortgage, Heritage Bank in Northfield can help. Our ability to make decisions locally provides you the highest level of service at competitive rates. Your finances and home are important to you, and having a staff that you can trust makes all the difference. We make banking easy with real estate specialists and loan officers ready to help you. Stop by Heritage Bank on Highway 3 or contact us at heritagebankmn.com and see how the professionals at Heritage Bank can help you build your future. Running is my passion. Even on the busiest days, I make time to lace up. When knee pain started to slow me down, I knew it was my move. And I chose the orthopedics team at Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Their personalized care was phenomenal. They listened to my concerns and took the time to explain my options. Thankfully, I didn't need surgery. With the right treatment and information on how to take care of my knee, I'm ready for the road ahead. I appreciate the extra care the orthopedics team gave me at Northfield Hospital and Clinics. Thinking about a new look or just want to freshen up your current style? Visit Family Hair in downtown Northfield, a locally owned and operated salon just across the parking lot from Just Food Co-op on Water Street. Christy and her professional team of stylists will leave you feeling great and looking terrific. Family Hair offers a variety of services, haircuts, colors, waxing, beard trimming, perms, and kids cuts. Their rates can't be beat, so make an appointment at FamilyHairNorthfield.com or walk in to see the friendly and experienced staff at Family Hair, where they know when you look good, you feel good. Hello, I'm your Mayor Rhonda Pownell, and I would like to cordially invite you to this year's State of the City Address on March 19th, 2024 at 6 p.m. at the White Center. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Do you have HSA dollars that you're looking at wondering, hey, what can I use these on? Did you know you can use HSA, HRA, and other health savings accounts to pay for your LASIK procedure? In addition, if you have a flex account, you can set aside money in your flex account for next year to use towards LASIK. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center, Faribault. World-class LASIK, small-town traffic. RitchieEyeClinic.com. Boy, that gets you all jacked up, doesn't it? Yeah, baby. Hey, it's about 15 minutes in front of 11 o'clock, and in about 15 minutes, young Laney, Laney Hulk is going to be, it's going to be Laney House. She's going to be facing off, it looks like, against wrestler Lana Walter from Sock Rapids. So both... Um, Callie and Lana will be wrestling here in about 15 minutes, I think. Uh, they are the number four seed in the state. Callie is going to be wrestling the number one seed, Dylan St. Germain from Egan. And she's already set history by winning not only her first match, but her second match. But because she's, again, first woman to ever wrestle on the boys' hockey, a boys' wrestling team, that she has already set history, but now she's in the semis. So... Laney will wrestle Lana Walter from Sock Center, who's the number one seed as well. According to Coach Jeff Staub, they believe they both have an opportunity to win. So Callie won the girls' high school wrestling meet last year, and this year she's been wrestling on the boys' team, and she is now wrestling in the semifinals of the boys' state wrestling meet. Is that unbelievable or what? So hopefully... 
We'll find out here in the next 15 minutes or 20 minutes or so, actually, um, if they continue to advance. But uh, either way, outstanding performances by Lady Houts and Kelly Graber, Graber going on this morning. The boys' swim team, they're up there at the U pool. 13 of the swimmers advanced as well, so that's going on today uh, as well. And the boys' hockey team advances to the state high school hockey meet, and they will take on St. Cloud Cathedral at 1 p.m. on Wednesday. So we do have the weightlifting team. We've got a bunch of people on Meet the Raider here again this morning. Katie Kick, Mason Munch, and uh, Tegan Melgren. And this week's Meet the Raider with Liz Campbell. Liz. Hello and good morning, Raider Nation. Welcome back to Meet the Raider, the number one youth-led Northfield sports radio show. I'm your host, Liz Campbell, and today we have Olympic weightlifters Mason Munch, Katie Kick, and Tegan Melgren. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> so we're a little ways into the school year so far. Can you guys tell us a little bit about how your school year's gone and maybe like what grade you're in? Well, I'm a senior this year. Um, school year's going pretty good. I'm also a senior. Starting to hit the senior slide a little bit, but that's all right. I'm a sophomore, and I've been enjoying 10th grade so far. Tegan and Katie, you both mentioned that you are seniors. Do you guys have any post-high school plans yet? Yeah, I'm going actually to St. John's to play baseball, so that'll be great. And then major in exercise science. I'll be attending the University of Mankato for elementary education. And what would you guys say has been a highlight of the weightlifting season thus far? Um, I really like meet days and like winning meets and standing on the podium and stuff. My favorite would probably be last meet when I hit a 92-kilo snatch. That was, that was pretty hype. I had a pretty bad Northfield beat, but Lakeville South was really good for me. That was in January. And what are you guys most excited for with the rest of the weightlifting season, like looking forward? State coming up. Yeah, that should be pretty fun, and then that'll be the last. Honestly, just to be over. It's it's a long season. It gets <laughs> it gets hard to keep going, but yeah. Yeah, I got to say I'm looking forward to State and just being done for this year. Mm-hmm. And you guys are all state qualified, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Can you guys tell our listeners a little bit about the state qualifying process? Because it is fairly different from a lot of other sports. So we start and we have four different meets or three different meets. We have one in December, one in January, and one in February. And you basically just try to hit a qualifying number or be the top three in state. To go off what Katie said, so there's two lifts, the snatch and clean and jerk. And... In those two, you have to hit a certain number for both to qualify. So you get three lifts in the snatch and three lifts in the clean and jerk. And your highest, when you're done lifting, is goes to your total. And that's how you qualify for state. Mm-hmm. And yeah, your total just has to be over the number that's designated for your weight class. And you can qualify any time throughout the year, right? It's not a specific meet, like a sections meet or anything like that. You can qualify whenever. Yeah, it can be at any meet. Yep, and... It just can't be in practice. It has to be at a meet. And how long have you all been in weightlifting? This will be my third year. I think it's probably been my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Why would that be, Mace? Just the coach is really fun. He's smart, knows a lot about technique and stuff, and it's just really fun. Yeah, I agree. I've been in it for three years, too, and the first year it was a little, like, unorganized and stuff, but Blackmore is really nice, and he's super good at coaching us and stuff. So it's been a really good year. I've been in uh, weightlifting for five years, and it's it's a battle between the, my first year and this year. Uh, my first year, I had a lot of seniors to look up to and hung out with them a lot. And then this year, obviously, I've been PRing a lot, which is really exciting. So, What first influenced all of you to join weightlifting? Um, I started off in CrossFit, which is kind of associated with snatching and clean and jerking and stuff, and my brother was on the team for a long time, so then he kind of got me into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did like a lifting program my going into my eighth grade year and during the summer and just kind of fell in love with lifting, and so I kind of just stayed with it, and the coach that ran it was Laura Marks, which was the coach at the time for the weightlifting team, so... For me, I was just really sick of basketball. It was just, like, too much running for me. And then my brother was on the team, and so that really had an influence on me. 
how would you guys say this season feels or looks different from past years that you've been on the team? It feels different because, like, obviously everyone looks up to the older people on the program now, and I was the one looking up to the older people in the program when I started, so it kind of just feels weird having that difference and then just putting up more weight than I thought I could ever do is just such a weird feeling. For me, it's, like, different with my brother gone and the seniors gone and stuff. But, you know, they slacked off a lot last year. And so I've been able to stay on task more this year. I kind of agree with what Mason said with it being different with all the older kids gone just because we were really close and stuff. So with them being gone, it's a little bit different. But me and Tegan being captains this year and being able to, like, help out with the team more and feeling, like, a little bit more like a leader is nice. You talked a little bit earlier about Coach Bachmeyer. He's been coaching for his second year now at Northfield. How would you say he has influenced and progressed the team to be where it is today? The coach we had, like, prior to Bachmeyer, we had Laura for a while, or I didn't have Laura, but they did, and I wasn't on the team when she was, but, like, I know that that went really well with her, and then we had um, another coach for a while, and that year was just really rocky. It was just kind of unorganized and stuff, and when Bachmeyer came, he just really, like, put us back into, like, a routine, and I feel like we've done really well, and I've improved so much from past years. Yeah, he really puts us through our paces. He kind of kicks our butt every single practice if we're not working hard or something. And some days he does allow us to slack off, especially on Fridays because it's the end of the week, so we're all kind of tired. But he keeps us really focused and just beats us up at times with the amount of lifting we've been doing. But it, it, it's good. It gets us ready for other competitions later on in the season. I really like Baki's programming. Two years ago when we had a different coach, there wasn't much programming, and it was just kind of on your own, but, like, Bucky's programming really has this, like, peak right at state, and it's really good. What would you guys say have been some team goals this year that you've maybe accomplished or are looking to accomplish at state? I think that we actually do have a chance at our team winning state. We normally have a lot of people place at state, and I think we got fourth in state last year, though, but I think Lakeville South is our biggest competitor, and we have about the same amount of people going this year, so should be close. We started off the year with a lot of new freshmen, and that was kind of our goal, just getting those younger kids into the weight room so then when they get to like their senior year, they can just pop off or junior year pop off. Seeing some of them already qualify for state this year after not even noticed Latch was, is just it's so cool to see just them go crazy at practice and meets and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like to see the team like come together for this last meet. Kind of talking about more of the practice side of things, what does a normal practice look like for you guys? So we'll start off practice by uh, warming up. We'll do a lot of push-ups, some squats, um, some stretching, uh, a lot of core. And then after that, we'll kind of meet in the middle platform, just talk about what we're doing for that day. And then if like we get something new, Bachmeyer will like, show us how to do it. And then after that, he'll divide us up into like three groups, platforms, accessories, and racks. Racks are always squats, platforms are clean and jerk and snatches, and the accessories are like plyometrics, some explosive stuff to get us used to doing that and keeps us fresh. And if you're just tuning into the Raider Wrap, we are meeting with Olympic weightlifters Mason Munch, Katie Kick, and Tegan Melgren. So shifting over to more of a competition aspect, can you guys just go over a little bit of what a weightlifting meet looks like and kind of just how that rolls? So normally the girls will lift first, and you go and you check weight two hours before you lift, whenever like that is. So we lift in different weight classes. And so you go and you check weight, and then two hours later they kind of start the meet, and it goes like from lightest weight that you're lifting until the heaviest weight. So you just kind of wait for your weight to be on the platform, and then that's when you'll go and start your lifts. And at meets there's usually three different platforms. Some meets will have two, but... The, there'll be one platform with a lower weight class to like a middle weight class and then the rest on the other platform just to so then like you're not waiting the whole time. The smaller kids to go through um, to get to the heavier weight. Mm-hmm. And then another thing to add would be like we first we do all everyone's snatches like in your session and then everyone clean and jerks in your session and then they'll move on to the next session. And after you're done lifting like I'm in JV so I usually go earlier. It's really fun to watch the older guys hit, like, Mm -hmm. state records and all kinds of stuff. You mentioned clean and jerks and snatches. Can you guys kind of just explain to our listeners what those two different lifts look like and how they're different and how you perform them? I'll start off with the clean and jerks. So a clean and jerk 
is uh, two movements. Um, you pull from the ground and get it to a front squat position. And then from there, you do a jerk. So there's two different jerks, a power jerk and a split jerk. Most people do a split jerk. And you just pop the bar up off your shoulders and split your feet into like a split squat almost. And then you have to put your feet together before it's a good lift. And then the snatch, you start with a wide grip, and then you go straight from the ground to an overhead squat position. And you stand it up and you stabilize, and then the judge will give you a down signal. And the snatches are usually harder than clean jerks. Can you guys kind of explain what the judging looks like in Olympic weightlifting, like how they decide whether a lift is good or not? Yeah, so in front of each platform, so if there's three platforms, you have three judges in front of each one, and then, like, something that would be, like, a bad lift is obviously if you don't get it to your shoulders or something, but then if you have a press out on one of your arms or something, and that's why some people, like, tap their elbows to be like, okay, my arm doesn't lock out or Mm -hmm. things like that, and there's always lights, and each judge will press the button, and if you get two white lights, it's a good lift. How do you each get mentally ready for a competition? What I like to do before a meet is I'll listen to calming music, usually Zach Bryan or something like that, just throughout the day. And then like an hour before I lift, I'll switch it to some hype music and just get me pumped up. And that's when I'll start taking like some energy chews. And then when I'm warming up in the weight room, before I go on the platform, I'll usually drink half an energy drink just to give you that extra boost on the platform. So the Friday before, we always have a silent practice with just doing, like, technique work, and I really like that practice. And then the day of and the night before, I like to visualize how the lift's going to look and then go hit it. I agree with Mace about the practice the night before. It's just super chill, and it's a shorter practice to just kind of get us relaxed and, like, ready and help us think about what we're going to do the next day. And then for me, I just kind of I just wake up and get dialed. You know, listen to my music and make sure I have, like, all my good food and stuff that I want. What are you guys each hoping to accomplish this season, whether that be something you already accomplished or you're looking to get done at state? For state, I'm looking to cut down, do a weight class, and then hopefully win there. And I really want to hit a snatch state record this year, which would be really awesome. Going into state, I would really like to hit a 100-kilo clean and jerk, which is about 220 pounds. Sorry, not clean and jerk, snatch. That'll put me up a good amount. And I'm planning to get second. Body's not feeling too great uh, with my clean and jerk, so I'm just going to try to keep it tight with the guy above me, keep it as close as I can and snatch, and then just try to pace with him on clean and jerks. Uh, Yeah, some goals I had this year were to hit 55 on snatch, and then I want to hit 70 for clean and jerk, and I want to do both of those at state. And I'm not really sure what my competition looks like, but I'm hoping to get first or second. And how many lifters are we sending to state this year as a Northfield team? We're sending, like, 9 to 10 lifters. There's, I think, like, 3 or 4 JV lifters and the rest are varsity. And we've got a pretty good range of varsity lifters. Uh, last year we didn't have a lot of girls, so this year we have three girls, and they, they're all planning to get first. And then the varsity guys, we're all planning to, most of them, get first. And then Caleb and I, we're in the same weight class, so we're, we're trying to go one-two in that. And that will hopefully put us above our competitors to win state. Yeah, and I think we have, like, three freshmen going, so that's, like, that's good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can you just explain the difference between varsity and JV? Because that's also different than a lot of sports. Yeah, so with weightlifting, it's not really by, like, skill level or, like, how much you can do or anything like that. It's just always by age. So, like, you're in JV until you turn 16, and then you move to varsity for the next meet. Kind of looking ahead to next year, how is the team looking for next year? We're going to lose three uh, state competitors, me, Katie, and Malaya Vasepka, um, which... I don't know. We're we're probably going to send some more people to state next year because some of the juniors that didn't make it this year are going to grind in the off season and get better. So I'm assuming we're going to send more seniors next year than we did this year. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of new freshmen this year and a lot of younger kids joining, so I'm hoping that a lot of them will come back and win and go to state or whatever. Yeah, I agree with Katie. I hope they come back, and then I hope we get more freshmen coming in. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are there any specific underclassmen to look out for in coming years? I think Romeo Rocha and Logan Craby are going to be and, really uh, good. And Mason Munch. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, March 9th. Cannon Falls, March 9th. Cannon Falls, March 9th. Be there. First date. Obviously. Oh, yes. First date. 
Okay, well, best of luck with State, guys, and thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Liz. If you missed part of this interview live or want to listen to it again, head to our website, kymnradio.net, and tap on the sports header. That's a wrap on this week's Meet the Raider with your host, Liz Campbell. Keep tuning in this week for more sports on KYMN 95.1, The One. Heritage Dental Care in Northfield is a general dental clinic specializing in a variety of dental procedures and services. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week. Heritage Dental Care is a proud supporter of Northfield Athletics and wish all of our athletes the best of luck this season. Make an appointment today with Dr. David Bruss, Dr. David Buck, or Dr. Michael Thompson. Go Raiders! At Community Resource Bank, you can bank from anywhere, anytime you want. The CRB mobile banking app makes it easy to keep track of your balances, pay bills, transfer funds between accounts, and deposit checks any time of day or night. With branches in Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville, we can offer solutions for businesses, residential, and investment accounts. Community Resource Bank. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At the Dentist Dome, we believe that in the dead of winter, when it's 30 degrees below zero, kids and adults should be able to play inside, be physical, and burn off their energy while having fun. So next time you need an environmentally controlled space, consider the Dentist Dome with over 90,000 square feet with plenty of room to host your graduation party, wedding, church event, or business outing. Call us at 507-366-3663 or check us out at DentistDome.com and book your next event at the Dentist Dome. At H&R Block, get 100% accuracy and your max refund guaranteed. Walk in or make an appointment at 1300 Bullenbacher Drive, Northfield, Minnesota, or call 507-645-6281. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. chrblock.com slash guarantees. All right, thanks for joining us this morning on the Raider Wrap on KYMN 95.1 to 1 and AM 1080. If you'd like to listen back to our program, just go to kymnradio.net, click on Programs, click on the Raider Wrap, and then click on Today's Date. So when we get done here, I'll get that all up online for you so you can listen back if you so choose. Or you can join us live every week, obviously, on KYMN from 10 until 11 o'clock for the Raider Wrap. It's a couple minutes after 11 o'clock. And we're waiting to hear back for some news. Josh Craby will be swimming this morning for championship in the qualifier for the 100 backstroke. And he, of course, yesterday broke Marcus Houck's record uh, from 2020. And we've got several other participants as well. We're going to have the 200 medley relay going after it, 50 free, 100 fly, uh, 200 free relays, so several people advanced in, in the swim meet. So 13 of the 14 swims advanced. Nine are going to swim for championship heats and four in the consolation heats. So the top eight advanced to the championship and nine through 16 go into the consolation. So we've got 13 of the 14 swims made it in the state today. And, of course, uh, Callie Graber is going to be wrestling for history yet again. She's already set history once, and now she's looking to do it again as she is in the semifinal. She'll wrestle number one seed Dylan St. Germain from Egan and Lady Houts was wrestling Lana Walter from Sock Center. That's all taking place right about now, and unfortunately we don't have a result yet, but I believe they are taking center stage right now to wrestle in the State High School Wrestling Meet. Of course, Laney for the girls and for the boys, Callie Graver. Callie, the only one of the team that advances to the state semifinals this year, continuing to just shatter records everywhere. And, of course, special thank you to all of um, Olivia Rasmussen and Emily Beham for coming in from the girls' hockey team. They are juniors this year. They'll be seniors next year. And we look forward to another exciting season for the girls' hockey team as well. And then Mike Luckcraft, the head coach of the boys' Raiders hockey team, who now advance to this state yet again. So thank you to all of them for joining us here this morning. And we will be broadcasting 
live from the Minnesota State High School Hockey Team on Wednesday at 1 o'clock. That'll be at the XL Energy Center, so hopefully um, we can probably get some participants over there, get a decent crowd going there, as they will take on St. Cloud Cathedral. They lost earlier in the season to them in a tight battle, so this will be an exciting contest on Wednesday for the boys' hockey team who advanced back-to-back years here in the state high school hockey tournament. So Jimmy LaRue bidding you adieu for yet another Saturday morning. It's going to be just glorious. You're going to enjoy this. You really are. Mostly sunny skies today. A high of around 66. Winds are going to gust as high as 25. Tonight, partly cloudy, cool of 48. And then for tomorrow, sunny skies, a high of 71, but it's going to be breezy, so hold on to your hats. Winds could gust as high as 35 miles an hour. For Sunday night, 20% chance of a little bit of rain, mostly cloudy, cooling off to 34. And then on Monday, 30% chance of rain with a high of only 47, but still above average. We've got overcast skies. It's a little windy over there. Not a cloud here and there, not too many. I mean, it's mostly Clear skies, but a couple of lingering clouds out there. And 43 in the Northfield area. So thanks for joining me again. And uh, make sure you can find that 10 seconds yet today. Smile, enjoy your life, and enjoy the sunshine. Take care. You're listening to 95.1 to 1 KYMN. At H&R Block, get 100% accuracy and your max refund guaranteed. Walk in or make an appointment at 1300 Bullenbacher Drive, Northfield, Minnesota, or call 507-645-6281. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. chrblock.com slash guarantees. 